Welcome to Breaking Bread. My name is Sabrina and I am the creator and the host. I am looking forward to having dinner with you. And that is the essence of what Breaking Bread is about. It is about the art of conversation, about the exchange that we can have, things that are breaking the internet, breaking culture, and in some cases, breaking society. I will be joined by five guests, all strangers. They don't know the topics, but what we are doing is creating the organic conversation. Now, it will be unfiltered. All views around the table are welcome. And so let me say, trigger warning, there may be some topics that we address, positions that people have that may be triggering for you. So viewer discretion is advised. Now with that, grab your food, your drink, and join us around the table as we break bread. Welcome to the Breaking Bread table, everyone. Welcome. We are joined really again by the lovely Chef Karen who has prepared our meal today. So over to you, Chef Karen. Okay, so for your appetizer, you have jerk chicken, um, chicken wings with some rocket salad. And then you've got green juice, you've got the um, rain nephew rum if you want to top it up, mm. and then you have fresh water. Thank you, Thank you very much. Enjoy. So enjoy. As I said before, this is not a pretentious table. You eat the food like it's meant to be eaten, so grab it with your hands and, and tuck in and please help yourself with What's beverages. Green juice? Yes, is a special blend um, that Chef Karen makes. So it's non-alcoholic. You can top it off with uh, the uh, raw nephews if you want to have a little, a little bit of spice. Absolutely. So, this is the Breaking Bread table, and we're here to break bread today. And I always used to ask this question, but I wanted to bring back the conversation today and ask if you were to add someone to this table to break bread with, dead or alive, who would you add to this table? Okay, so Elizabeth, I will start with you. Who would you add to this table, dead or alive? Uh, so it's a tricky one, really, in the sense that um, I... I probably would add my dad because he's passed away. Mm -hmm. So um, I would say, yeah, my, my dad really. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so just to have another hour or two with him, with all his glory and energy and intellect. Okay. I would say my dad. Fantastic, yeah. your dad. Yeah. And Laura, what about you? Who would you add to the table? Um, Jacinda Arden, I believe that's her mm. name. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why um, Jacinda? So I've j I would just love to meet her. I'd love to speak to her. Um, I feel like I've missed my moment. I really want to go to New Zealand and, and be in that, in her version of it. Mm -hmm. So to have her at the table would be amazing. Fantastic. So yeah. interesting data point. This is the first time since I've been running these dinners that somebody said a woman. Mm. Wow. No yes, so the entire time where I've asked who would you invite to the table, no one has said uh, a woman. So you are the first person, and Jacinda Arden is a very good choice. Ritu, what about you? I mean, the question just got my mind racing. Can I have like three people? <laughs> <laughs> if I were to actually choose one person, I think, uh, and actually you reminded me in one of your previous episodes, it's the 50th year of hip hop, yeah. Missy Elliott. Oh. oh my gosh, she would be amazing. 
I think yeah. she would be brilliant to, to have here. And I, I would just want to know how she did it. How did she manage to be this cool? And, and she was really ahead of her time. She still remains uh, such an inspiration. I would love to meet her. Yeah, and, and another interesting fact, Missy Elliott is the first female hip hop artist to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yes. So not only has she been doing it for a very long time, uh, making history, but yeah, 26 years in the game yeah. and still, still going. So really, she's amazing. Isn't she just? <laughs> <laughs> I co-sign that. I co-sign that. that Excellent. <laughs> That's Keith, a good start. <laughs> so you're the only gentleman at the table. Yeah. How are you so feeling with all these women? I, I love it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> being with strong and interesting women is perfect, right? It's great, you know. <laughs> and um, so, God, I'm thinking, oh, maybe I should choose a woman. But I'm going to no, <laughs> stick to my original choice, yes. which is uh, James Baldwin. Okay. And, um, you know, you often read these things in the paper, you know, like your ideal dinner party, and oh. he's always someone that I regularly think it'd be so interesting to talk to because he, he was, you know, a pioneer uh, in so many ways and, uh, and just a great hum human being too, so, and, and a great conversationalist for dinner. Well, we have James Baldwin that was a pioneer. Missy Elliott, who's the innovator, Jacinda Arden, who is an ex like explicit leader, and then, oh. of course, your dad, mm. who birthed you. So yeah. we know that he's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I am very excited to have this discussion with you because we are going to be addressing a complex topic today, a nuanced topic. And it's interesting that you mentioned uh, James Baldwin. So... A couple of things have happened in the UK, and please eat, please eat, cheers. enjoy, cheers, 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 cheers. Hey, it's Sabrina. Have you followed us yet? Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Now's the time to do it. So a couple of things have happened in the UK, and one particular story caught my eye. And I wanted to have a, a very nuanced conversation about, about it. So has everyone heard or come across uh, Glody Wabalula? No? no? Yes? No. Yes, no? Okay. So Glody is now a free man. But I'm going to give you some data points in this story. And I'm going to ask you a very specific question. Have you heard about Hugh Edwards, the BBC presenter, the, mm. the latest row? Mm -hmm. Okay, so I'm going to break down Glody's story. I'm going to break down Hugh's story, and then I'm going to we're going to I'm going to ask a very specific question. So, Glody, 2019, along with two other men, um, was convicted in a very landmark case of modern slavery. It was a drug trafficking case where they used youth as drug mules. And as you would uh, with youth and drug mules, they were using their cavities, et cetera, to transport mm -hmm. drugs from here to Portsmouth. Glody was 25 years old at the time. So he gets convicted. Uh, he gets convicted under the Modern Slavery Act, so the first of its kind, him and two other gentlemen. He himself was groomed, so he got into a life of crime at a young age after he left his parents' home. Not left, he got kicked out because they had an argument. Mm. He does his time. He's sentenced to three and a half years. He serves some of that sentence. 
He is then released, no fault of his own, he's released. He then reforms his life, has his own fitness business, has not been in crime since. He gets approached recently, as we know, because we can't you know, verify what he is or he is not doing, but as we know, has not been in crime, has reformed. He then gets contacted and is told, due to clerical error, he has to go back to prison after being out for over 13 months. On the other hand, we have uh, Hugh Edwards, the now named BBC presenter and journalist, from, uh, who is now dealing with a row of allegedly, and I will say allegedly, allegedly, um, soliciting pictures from a minor, 17 years old, who is suffering from drug addiction. Uh, the police have confirmed that they have not found any evidence of a crime. So mm. that's the statement that's, that's currently been used. So he has not gone to jail. Mm. Uh, he wasn't arrested. Uh, it's alleged. And uh, to date, even though he's being investigated for inappropriate behavior <coughs> in the workplace, to date, what we do know that all, all of this is alleged and there was a minor involved. Mm. So the question that I have for you all and as you know, in my table, there's only a binary. Mm -hmm. Okay, would you like some water? We don't want uh, any fatalities. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's the jerk. The jerk? Well, I thought the jerk wasn't that hot, but then I tried the sauce. <laughs> and then you realized that it was prepared by a Caribbean woman. <laughs> there you go. So here's to it. So. so here you go. Please have some water. So the question that I have for you, as we know, there's no binaries. Glody did go to jail. Yep. So he uh, did actually a video on his Instagram about obviously this being very disappointing of him having to go back into prison. But he did uh, hand himself in, no uh, issue, no violence, no nothing. As I said, he's been out now for months. Who should have gone to jail? Should Glody have gone to jail? or Hugh Edwards? That's my question. So that's the data points of, of the this, this situation. From your perspective, who should have gone to jail? So positions first, and then we'll get into your, your why. So Ritu? Um, I think neither of them should. So we can't do neither. So it's a binary <laughs> at my ah, table, okay. one so or one. Do or I other. have to choose one? Yes. So I'll come back to you in a second. Okay. Keith, who should have gone to jail? Glody or Hugh? From the, from the facts you've given. Mm -hmm. Posi it, positions first. Clar clar clarification. So is this Clody the first time or the second time? So I don't clarify. Right. <laughs> it's okay. how you receive the question, how you answer the question. Okay, so I'm going to say Clody. Glody. Okay. Yeah. So Glody, Elizabeth, who should have gone to jail? Hugh or Glody? So I would say, based on the facts, mm -hmm. um, Gloaty. Laura? Ooh. I was going to say Hugh. Hugh? Yep. Me too. I mean, um, I think I need you to qualify the should. So we. <laughs> okay, Name so I'll take position. a position. Take a position. Who? Gloaty. Yeah. Okay, so now we can get into the nuances of yeah. the conversation and, and the, the why. Um, 
why Glody, Ritu? I think from a legal perspective, he's already been to prison and um, I think from a very um, black and white perspective. Mm -hmm. um, black and white in terms of race or black and white in terms of now, I would situation. leave that open to the group, actually, because mm -hmm. uh, actually that's what I was thinking. You know, it's, it's quite Freudian that I've said, mm -hmm. black and white here. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's down to perspective, number one. Uh, number two, um, there was already a case made against Glody. Mm -hmm. and, um, and then there was a clerical error. Mm -hmm. So if you... Uh, put it in a mathematical equation, mm -hmm. it looks like, okay, you know, we've made a mistake, okay, we'll rectify it by putting him back in prison. Okay. I do have an ethical uh, standpoint here as well, and that from, from that perspective, definitely you, and uh, not Glody at all, because you've seen a reformed man, mm -hmm. but unfortunately society and our justice system doesn't look at it this way. Okay. Keith? You said Glody? Yeah, uh, I did with some, you know, regret. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, in thinking of his first crime, I mean, I don't necessarily think he should have gone back the second time because that's mm. pretty inhuman. But child, if it was child trafficking and human slavery, that is one of the most evil trades that there is. And just because I think he should have gone doesn't mean to say uh, I'm making a light judgment on Hugh Edwards because, you know, there are issues around him, you know, his position, privilege, mm -hmm. status and that kind of stuff. And then abusing um, uh, minors, if that's what allegedly. happened, allegedly, mm -hmm. um, is another classic act of evil if you like mm -hmm. but, I, but I think given we had to choose I think if, if he was guilty of uh, Clody was guilty of um, child slavery then that, you know, he'd have to go to prison Okay, Elizabeth? Yeah, that's <coughs> I think the same. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah it's, it's kind of what you yeah, the ethical or, or, or what your instinct uh, uh, would want to say, not instinct, just yeah, the ethical side of things versus the fads, mm -hmm. you know. And um, if you were looking at just Claudie on on his own, mm -hmm. um, the fact that there was an error could potentially be a reason why he shouldn't be, you know, because if you're going through law and there's an error, then there will be a case for him not to mm -hmm. on his own, mm -hmm. you know. Um, of course, uh, and he's done crime. You know, mm -hmm. uh, sorry, he's done the time for mm -hmm. the crime. Although what he's done is, you know, a sort of abhorrent, and we've got a back backstory there. Mm -hmm. um, in in Hugh Edwards' case, because it's not clear, I'm not, I'm just not clear on everything mm -hmm. yet. Um, it it's it would seem like that he's, you know, had the um, he's received or asked for or required or paid for. You know um, the, um, the 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 pictures and so on that he has, the images and everything from a minor. But because there's some confusion mm -hmm. around that, certainly for me anyway, and I 
with, with, with the police actually looking through and saying there's no case to answer, although that might be a technical thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's why I kind of I've, have gone in that favour, mm -hmm. looking at the looking at the legality of it, mm -hmm. as the legals, you know, really, more than anything else. Mm -hmm. But I think, yeah, one's served the crime and then you've made a mistake, well, then you shouldn't necessarily be going back for that. Mm -hmm. yeah. However, if you're comparing it then to someone who hasn't, who's not quite clear mm -hmm. on exactly what has happened yet, um, that's what I've opted for, for Glody, yeah. yeah. So Laura, I love the scent at my table. And so you were the one dissenter that said Hugh. So talk us through why, mm. why you chose Hugh. For me, um, I interpret your question more of who needed to be looked at again, mm -hmm. who needed to be mm. put to trial, basically. Mm -hmm. And how I interpret it is that Glody, did you say Glody? Um, yeah. Well, like you said, he, he was turning his life around. He, you know, he'd done the time, he'd been told this is wrong and, you know, that sort of stuff. So you could tell that the mindset was there. Whereas Hugh, for me, if the choice was which one just needs to be like, you know, get your act together, then mm. it would be Hugh. Okay. So let's unpack that a little more. Everyone stated their positions in terms of the legality, if you do the maths, etc. The reason why I asked about black and white, read too, is because I wanted to come back to that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so do you think, in Glody's case, he was asked to go back to jail because he's black? That's the question, yes or no. Do you think that he was asked to go back to jail because he's black? Yes or no? So I want to get your positions first and then your uh, nuances around those. So I'll start the other way around. So Laura, yes or no? Oh, yes. Elizabeth, yes or no? I would say yes. Keith? Yeah, definitely. Mm. Ritu? Unfortunately, yes. Okay, in Hugh's case, do you think he hasn't been to jail and the situation is still a little murky because he's white, is the question, yes or no? So, Keith, I'll start with you. Yes or no? No. Ritu? Unfortunately, yes. Laura? Yep. Elizabeth? Yes. So we have dissent. So let's start with uh, Elizabeth. Mm. We'll start with Hugh and work our way to the dissent and then end up with Glody. So you said yes with Hugh. So why, why yes? I think he's been afforded that privilege. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, really. Um, combined with his, you know, his standing. Yeah. So if you look at Twitter and, and all other sort of social media and things like that and how they're particularly because of the confusion between obviously the Sun and then BBC and, and all of that, you know, how it's all going about and then the level of support that's come out totally disregarding the, the actual bit that we're talking about which mm -hmm. is that it apparently or allegedly he has um, obtained uh, the um, images, although there is a question mark as to the age. So I yeah. think that's perhaps... Yeah, so what was reported, so that, that I will yeah. uh, clarify, so what was reported in The Sun who first broke the story was that um, she was 17 years old. Yeah. What The Guardian had quoted was 20 years exactly. old. So we know between yeah. the ages of 17 to 20 years old and when that occurred mm -hmm. was between the ages of 17 to 20. Yeah. Her mother, um, on record of the son's version of events, uh, classified her as a minor. Yes. Yeah. So that's what we do know. 
Yes, exactly. So I think that Sonny, he's been afforded that, you know, uh, because if I think if, if he was a, was a, was a, was a, a black man, mm -hmm. you know, in that position, I don't think that he would have had the uh, support necessarily that mm -hmm. he has got, essentially. Mm -hmm. You know, um, whether he would have ended up, because of course he needs to be prosecuted and also evidence needs to be presented, but I suspect it would have had a different approach. Okay. Yeah, sadly. Laura, so you said yes, Hugh. Um, we're in the situation is a little murky, unclear, no further, as we know it today, it might change tomorrow, but as we know it today, no further action from the police. It's because he's white. Why did you, why yes? Why did you say yes? Oh, well, the same really. Um. Sorry, my mind's, could you repeat the question? <laughs> so we're talking about essentially privilege yeah. uh, in the situation of Hugh. Yeah. And I asked the question, do we think that we, uh, that Hugh is not in jail, for example, that the situation is still unclear, a little murky around mm. the facts with him because he's white, yes or no? You said yes, yes and I'm yeah. wondering why yes. What was your reasoning Sorry, behind yeah. saying yes? <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, like Elizabeth said, with the privilege, of course, this, unfortunately, there is that culture of, uh, you know that certain group of people in that um you know in media television particularly you know that traditional culture of they get away with it um so yeah i won't be surprised at all if, if also as well of like that sort of network thing that friendship oh you know with like that support as well that you mentioned like that everyone just comes through and defends him i do believe it is because of his you know his background his background or his his race? Because there's a difference. Oh, yeah, his race. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there is definitely a, a difference. So, Ritu, you said yes? Yes, and okay. I think, um, I, I agree with Elizabeth and Laura on the point of privilege, definitely. That, was, mm -hmm. that would have been my first point as well. Mm -hmm. And I think Hugh uh, fits a certain box in terms of how he looks, his position in society, what he represents, you know, uh, his position in the BBC. And I think um, people around him will find it quite hard to recover if a person who appears to be so credible, well, Thank surely you. he should be credible. He's a middle-aged, successful white man very successful in media, he represents something. And I think uh, people are, wouldn't be that um, ready to accept that, wow, he could do something like that. Mm -hmm. I think it's a bit too shocking. It's a bit too out there. But um, I do ask the question, does it matter you know, what his you know, races, what his chance in society is. If he's done something, he's done something, allegedly. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you were my lone dissenter, Keith, <laughs> and I love dissent at my table. So you said no. Yep. Talk us through that, why, why no? Right, I've got two reasons, right? Okay. The first one is very simple legal, is from my brief understanding of it, is it was through only fans and to you're supposed to be 18 to be on OnlyFans. So no matter what I think morally about people behave like that, if he did what he did, that believing that the person mm -hmm. had said he was 
he or she was 18 on OnlyFans, then there's a legal issue. So that's the pure legal. But I'm going to take it further and say, <clears throat> I think for something like this, you know, let this, let's be clear, there's definitely, if you are black, you, you're going to be uh, mitigated against much more. But I would say when you get to the level of Hugh Edwards, if whether he was white or he was black almost becomes irrelevant because when you become someone at that level, I think society, it, it, it almost becomes a class, not just a race thing. And someone who's a celebrity and who's achieved the kind of respectability and being, you know, being a BBC presenter, I think that would elevate them and would uh, protect them as well. Because if you look at, there have been plenty of white blokes like Rolf Harris and then of course Cl Keith, Cliff, Cliff Richards, they got it wrong, but yeah. he was. So uh, I think, you know, if you're out of the spotlight, 120% race is an issue. But, but if it was an equivalent person of colour who was a super ce celebrity that was beloved of the mail and the telegraph, it wouldn't have made a difference. Oh, because I saw the three of you were alive. <laughs> 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 I know we're shifting. We're shifting the matrix over here. So, <laughs> so, so before you, uh, before you <laughs> challenge, let's Chef Karen give like giving me some water. water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sorry, can I do waters? Yes. <laughs> and we're going to give Chef Karen the opportunity to yes, uh, introduce the next it's course. By the way, the first one was excellent. Yes, thank yeah. you very much. That thank sauce you. definitely and, caught me by surprise. The, the yeah. sauce is yeah. amazing. Oh, and this fantastic. is so amazing. So well with that. that. Thank so they, they want to know what mm. is in oh. the, the, the green juice, if you don't mind sharing. So, so I said it is a special blend. Oh. So if you would like to share, and then we can get to the main. So yep. would you like to share so what's in the green juice? So it's kiwi and apple and some lime. Is that it? Yeah. It is beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Absolutely amazing. Mm. So you have to tell us how much of what. Yeah. yeah. So yes. we will do that after. Yeah. 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 So Chef Karen is going to introduce <laughs> the main course. So I'm glad you liked your appetizers. And for your main course, you have white rice with curry goat and some steamed cabbage. And you have chickpea curry. Wow. Thank you very much. Nice Thank you. Fantastic. So, they ladies were about to pounce on you, Keith. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay? They were about to get ready. So, I Ritu better, was going to... Some more of that rum. Um, you better have some more of that rum and that <laughs> joke. goes really well with the juice. So, it we does, left with the um, the point that you made, you made just to, to bring us back into the, the conversation or the debate we were just about to have, which is Keith's point and position being at the point that Hugh Edwards is... Mm -hmm. At that point, it becomes more about class yeah. than it does about race mm -hmm. because of the spotlight that he's under, because of the reputation that he has. And the three of you did a trinity from the <laughs> Matrix. So <laughs> I will come to you, Ritu, <laughs> first to dissent or share your thoughts and challenge that position. Right. Um, actually, I will move back backwards from you know the, one of the last points he made, Keith, and that was you know once people reach a certain class. And uh, actually, that ties in in my 
opinion with a, a certain level of privilege mm -hmm. that he's enjoyed. And so, um, does that mean he's immune to, you know, doing something that's not quite ethical, you know? And again, um, this is whole argument around ethics and class, you know, um, and morality. Mm -hmm. um, how much of that, uh, you know, is, um, what's the word, uh, you know, um, uh, uh, mutually dependent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think the fact that he is actually in that position of privilege, um, let's hope he hasn't done the crime, you know, alleged crime, basically, because if he has, then it's, it quite brings a lot of things into question of how we view society. And maybe you change your mind around, you know, um, uh, with you know being in in that position or class, uh, it's more likely that he hasn't actually done anything wrong. So, do you, just so I'm clear on your position, yeah. are you agreeing with Keith that at this at this the level of stature that Hugh Edwards is at is more about class, it's not about race? Because that's the point that Keith is making. Yeah. So, do you agree or disagree with that? I actually agree with the point ever so slightly, but then again, I'm bringing in the point about race and privilege. Mm -hmm. And when you start to layer that on top of what Keith said, what you've said, Keith, um, I think we need to have a discussion around race and mm -hmm. privilege mm -hmm. to get a fuller picture. Okay. Laura? <laughs> As you enjoy your curry goat. <laughs> it's delicious. Thank giving you time to, to chew it for a bit. So, um, did you agree or disagree with, with Keith's position? Mm. So, I'm not hugely familiar with the situation. Obviously, I've not experienced it. But mm -hmm. what I have experienced in companies is, you know, that leaderboard of VPs, and they've all been white, but then there's been a person of color, and I've been so excited, like, wow, mm -hmm. you know, that's so inspirational. Someone made it to mm -hmm. the top. That must mean this company's good, right? You mm -hmm. know, they, they clearly promote everyone. You know, if they work hard, they get it. Um, and then, you know, you get to know that person, or you get to know the situation, and even though on the company page, they might say VP, and they might seem like they have the authority, there's still that culture of, you know, in the in the meetings they'll be dismissed. Mm -hmm. They they're not really they don't really have any say. That's what I've, I've experienced personally. So mm -hmm. I had to, I had to disagree with um, him not being white. Um, I mean, yeah, he he got that authority, but like I say, I've seen people people of color get. Uh, supposedly get the authority, but then the people around them still treat them terribly. Mm -hmm. so, mm. Yeah, I still agree, you know, because he was white. Okay. Elizabeth? So, <coughs> um, I, I don't, I think that um, it's utopia, really, <laughs> thinking, um, and it's not a, a, a thing on, on you, but um, sure. that uh, if you've got the equivalent of a black person who's in that position and a white person who's in that position that the colour 
it won't matter. I mean, there may be times on a rare occasion where it doesn't. Mm. Um, but all in all, the privilege sort of goes out of the window, you know, um, when, when, when the person is uh, one of colour. It's, it's just less forgiving. You know, um, I can't necessarily cite an example. I'm trying to picture, this is Clive Murray, for example, mm -hmm. instead of, because I think he has that kind of standing. Would he have, you know, had the level of, I guess, support or, you know, flexibility as to whether or not he had done it? Mm. Um, or, you know, in that, I'm not sure that he would have done, you know. The other thing I think that plays out here is, to, which, which helps <coughs> you, and of course this is all, you know, still not quite clear, and that's my thing, it's just not, I'm not, st still not quite clear on the facts, is he, um, in New York, Judge Amy, you know that story in New York where the, um, the dog walker, mm -hmm. you know, it's a black man of a certain middle class sort of level, um, was he a, The bird know, watcher. The bird watcher, that's exactly yeah, right. Yeah, so for, do you want to explain the story because people may not know the, yeah. the story? Yeah, I don't know what it is. So he was a bird watcher, watcher walking walk his door, dog in Central Park, New York, and um, he comes across a lady, a, a white lady who's walk well got her dog with her but the dog's off the lead and in Central Park you have to have the dog yeah. on the lead and so he pulls her up on that you know sort of just tells her she needs to and she essentially just loses the plot yeah. and weaponizes I guess her <laughs> whiteness and um, and calls the police yeah. you know essentially saying a black man's attacking me and so on mm -hmm. now he was in a position you know he was the, you know there was nothing about him you know that would you know suggest any kind of I'm putting quotes, you know, here on what was potentially threatening, but his position is where he to was. Like to clarify the aesthetic, he's a black man with glasses, binoculars in his hand, yeah, with trainers, shorts, in the bird watching um, section of Central Park where you have exotic birds, which is yeah. why you can't have dogs on, on leads just to give you the aesthetic. The context, what exactly. We're speaking about. But she weaponized that. I do that. remember it. Now yes, exactly yeah. right. And there was a whole. Um, well, in fact, there wasn't so much of a hoo-ha about it because, of course, George Floyd followed swiftly mm -hmm. on afterwards and, mm -hmm. and so on. So I don't think that we are allowed that level of privilege. One or two might slip in. But what I wanted to uh, add to this is I think the thing that's played uh, in, you know, that is a bit of an advantage, I suppose, for Hugh is the dislike of Murdoch and mm -hmm. the son. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm just wondering if it, if it wasn't the Sun, let's say it was Independent or you know one of those other type of newspapers that had reported this, or other one could argue they probably wouldn't have done. Yeah. Um, if they had done that, you know, would he have uh, necessarily have had as much of uh, that support? Is, is is a question mark. Yeah. Either way, I don't think that um, colour doesn't matter. No matter how high uh, or how much of a standing, in the main, I mean there are exceptions, and I hope you know that we do reach utopia. Um, but I don't think it. it I don't. Think we're it, there yet. No. Thank you for breaking bread with us. It was a pleasure to have you as my virtual dinner guest. Breaking Bread is available where all digital streaming platforms are available. You, you can are, also subscribe on YouTube desktop, and don't forget to follow, device, turn on your notifications, and looking forward and to the next time we break bread, bread together. Food for the hungry mind. 
Gather round for some healthy conversation and a great spread You heard what they said, we're here to break bread Fill up your glasses fast and take it to your heads Then fill your belly with some hearty laughter that can wake the dead Can see from the golden brain of Sabrina Clark She had a vision, it was lit and then we've seen the spark And feeding minds became a fixture Now we're bringing back